On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York. We are gold. We are gold. And heard around the world by metalheads just like you. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Heavy metal music. Your weekly dose of metal music. Interviews, album reviews, news, and more. Want to be part of the show? Send us a message through our website, MetalMayhemROC.com. Or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Search Metal Mayhem ROC. It's getting nice and heavy. Now, welcome our hosts, John the Vernomatic Verno and Metal Forever Mark. Well, the only thing we got heavy tonight is a couple heavy hearts. Bad times here, Metal Mayhem, ROC. This is the Vernomatic with Metal Forever, Mark. And uh, what's going on, Mark? Yeah, good evening, uh, Vernomatic. I'm, um, yeah, I wish we were talking under better circumstances. And when I heard the news uh, late this afternoon about the passing of Eddie Van Halen, you were certainly the first guy I thought of. And because uh, I know that, you know, not only are you a big fan of his, you you followed his career, you just you know have a lot of respect and admiration for him. We we had the chance to talk to Greg Redoff not too long ago, who wrote the Ted Templeman book, and there's a lot of obviously Eddie Van Halen discussion. So um, to the extent I, I pass along condolences to you and the rock and metal community, uh, you know we certainly need need to do that on a night like tonight. Yeah, well, thank you, appreciate it. Um, it's been well documented in our year and a half of doing this podcast that I hold a special place in my heart for Van Halen and especially Ed. Um, yeah, news broke this afternoon. Um, Eddie Van Halen succumbed to his fight with cancer, passed away via text from his son, Wolfie, and it sucks. Um, like you said, the metal community, Eddie Van Halen dives deep into the metal community. His guitar playing has been an inspiration for hundreds and thousands of guitar players around the world. And, the outpour has been fantastic in the last couple hours. So um, everyone knows my love of Van Halen. Let's get your interpretation <laughs> and your your thoughts on Van Halen. Yeah, I mean, and well, one other comment there. It's like, you know, think a guy like Eddie Van Halen, um, you know, he, he transcends metal music or rock music. I mean, the outpouring, not only in, in the metal community, has been unbelievable, but... Uh, in mainstream, you know, just mainstream news. And a lot of people were fans of Eddie Van Halen growing up, you know, as kids and, you know, guys like us, but, but, you know, for me personally, I mean, Van Halen was always one of those bands that, um, you know, I liked, uh, obviously, I mean, you know, I remember when I first started getting into rock and metal and in particularly metal for us, um, you know, they, they were definitely one of those early bands. I mean, for me, I'm a latecomer, I guess, in some ways, because Diver Down was like the first album I really got familiar with. And then, of course, you know, did some back listening and then, you know, the classic 1984. I mean, you know, we were just living that era, you know, at least, you know, I was of, you know, MTV videos with Jump in Panama and everything. Yeah. And Hot for Teacher. Drop, Hot for Teacher, <laughs> Drop Dead Legs, like, 
you know, and then of course you transcend into the Sammy Hagar era. And, you know, I know that's always a big debate with Van Halen fans, but I, you know, I personally love that era. And I, I just, I, you know, that's the time when I actually got a chance to see him live. I never really saw the original classic Van Halen lineup, sadly. Uh, but I, I just have amazing memories of going to those, you know, live shows and I, I just, you know, heavy radio airplay during, during that time. And, um, you know, I just think they're a great band. And I think what that proves more than anything is, I mean, everybody knows he's just an incredible guitar player, had his own sound, had his own style. A million guitarists have tried to emulate it or copy it. But it was like, it was almost like his own sound. Like, right, he, it was just, you, you knew the minute you heard an Eddie Van Halen guitar riff or a solo, that it was him. And um, to me, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's almost like, you know, how many, there's not too many guys that come along that just create their own, their own sound. And for me that, you know, that's, that's going to be the stuff that, you know, he's, he's, he's a legend. It's, it's not even, it's like instant legend in that manner. So, um, and then, you know, the last thing I would say is I, I just, I kind of, it's frustrating because there was definitely some chatter about, you know, them reuniting and maybe playing more music, getting a new album out there. Um, you know, those things would have been great to see, but, um, yeah, it's just really, really, really sad when, when we lose a rock icon like this. Yeah, well, you know, they they um there was talk about a reunion a summer tour for 2019 that gained a lot of steam in the holiday time of 2018 as far as it got as far as stadiums were booked and there was some leaked dates. But yeah. th- but then it turned out that it didn't didn't happen and later on we found out that obviously Eddie got worse with his battle with cancer so um it, it just sucks uh, the guy's battled cancer for the last 10 15 well 20 years ago he beat it and then uh, came back and it, it's a bitch so yeah and it's too bad because I think other than trickling of rumors coming out here and there about the condition of his health and everything it seemed like a lot of things were just kind of kept quiet so on, I guess on one end when you heard the news today it was shocking but on the other end for those of us that, you know, followed the band and try to get information or kind of try to keep up on current news, like had a sense, maybe things weren't going great. Cause that's kind of what you heard a lot of lately, unfortunately. So, um, Hey, Vernon Matic, I know you've been talking to some other metal mayhem, ROC correspondents and other guys that, you know, in the rock metal community that love Van Halen. Like what, are, what, are, what have people been saying that you've been talking to? Um, well, we spoke with uh metal J from Syracuse, New York, big uh, metal uh, metal Jay's a musician himself, uh, yeah. drummer and guitarist, and uh, just a lot of what we're talking about. Van Halen, Eddie, and the band Eddie especially has affected and inspired people in many different ways. And Jay was just sharing the same thing that he got into Van Halen in the Van Hagar era, and. He, you know, his fonder memories or with, with the Van Hagar era and just he he was a big fan. And again, as being a drummer, he sort of went towards Alex, but he respected Eddie. And it actually Metal J, that's how I found out there was a group chat oh, wow. with me and you yeah. and Metal J. And <laughs> yeah, he happened to hear it. He was listening to the Eddie Trunk uh, serious show and Eddie broke in with the news at like quarter to uh. four. And we, we also talked with uh, Mike DiGiorgio, Rochester, uh, Rochester friend, friend of uh, Metal Mayhem ROC. And Mike is a big Van Halen fan. And 
Uh, I was able to talk with him. And a lot of this, Mark, is uh, comforting each other and sharing some sure. stories. And just and my, uh, Mike was the same way. He got into Van Halen um, more with the Hagar era and had a chance to see the band over 39 times. And he shared oh, some wow. of, yeah, he shared some of his experiences, what moved them and you know, it's just uh, myself. I had a, I was lucky enough to. I got into the band by my older brother back in the seventies, and been a fan since seventy eight. And I was lucky enough to see the last three original Roth tours that I hold hold very dearly to my heart, and I've been a fan forever. But you know, it's not a competition. It's just a collaboration. Van Halen has two careers, and commercially, they're much more successful in terms of number one albums with Sammy Hagar, but the majority of the catalog was sold. They, the David Lee Roth era, they have two diamond albums, which is sales of over 10 million with Van Halen one in 1984. Yeah. So yeah, we checked into both of those, but there is a, we're going to wrap this up in two minutes because at eight o'clock, there's a movement. Everyone is to, Open the doors, open your cars, wherever you are, and jam eruption for all minute and four, <laughs> 42 of that. And wow, it's just that's awesome. Yeah. So we're gonna you know, we're gonna hold right, we're gonna hold to that. So it's sort of like a countdown to um you know, New Year's Eve. Yeah. But we got about a minute and, left. Uh yeah. Any other parting shots, Mark? Um No, I mean, yeah, I think you summarized it you know, great. I mean, the other guy I thought it was Greg Ranoff because you and know, I had the uh opportunity to speak with him which was which was pretty awesome because he took a real deep dive into the catalog and history of van halen with ted templeman and i just saw his post on facebook so look and is there a greater classic you know instrumental track than eruption i mean every kid growing up playing a guitar tried to play that song you know it's just the it's one of the greatest pieces of music we're ever going to get left behind and um yeah it's just it's just sad sad day for our uh metal community and it's just you know unfortunately when we lose icons like this like when we lost lemmy i mean or dio it's just sad because it's like a passing of the guard and and anyway yeah. so i guess it's eight o'clock eastern i'm gonna go crank eruption i didn't know that was happening yeah it's, uh, we got about 16 seconds i just wanna okay. i'm making a i'm making a uh um a decision this thursday night show will be a re-air of the greg renoff van halen rising interview from july perfect and Perfect. we'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Metal Mayhem. So, Eddie Van Halen, RIP for Metal Mayhem. I'm the Vernomatic and Metal Fever Mark. Thanks, everyone, and um, rest in peace, uh, Eddie. Thanks, guys.
Eruption Van Halen, 1978. It's not much more that has to be said. It's been a tough day. It's been a tough last three or four hours. And this is my way of expressing my, 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 uh, what I'm feeling. So we're going to uh, play this little interview that I had a chance to call a couple of Van Halen guys, Metal J from Syracuse and Mike DiGiorgio. Metal, both of these guys are Metal Mayhem correspondents. They're friends of the show. Uh, Mike's a huge Van Halen fan. Jay's a huge rock and roll fan. So we're going to get their input. Again, this Thursday night show will be a re-airing of the Greg Reinoff interview. Greg is the author from the Van Halen Rising book, one of the best Van Halen, if not the best Van Halen uh, books ever released, and the new book, Ted Templeman, The uh, Career of a Platinum Producer. So I'm the Vernomatic um, Metal Mayhem ROC. We'll talk to you next week with a brand new episode. R.I.P. Edward. Good evening, John. Metal J. Metal J. We're talking with Metal J, Metal Mayhem ROC correspondent from Syracuse, New York. Um, actually, Jay, welcome. Thanks for stopping in. How you doing, Thank man? Thank you, John. Not too bad. Just you know, another tragic day. You know, we lost yet another legend this year, which you know, say it, it sucks. You know, but what, what what can you say? You know, um, I actually got the uh, got your text, and you're the one that alerted me. Yeah, I was actually listening to Eddie Trunk, and you know, and they brought like about three. Don't hold me to this time, but around three thirty or so, he just he cut away from an interview and just announced it. I'm like, at the same time, he announced it. Mitch LaFon posted it on Facebook, and I happened to see it on Twitter, so it kind of got simultaneously. And it's like, I'm like, I thought it was a joke at first. Then I'm like, wait a minute. It wouldn't be on all three sites simultaneously for a joke. No. Uh, and big Van Halen fan um, yourself. I, I, I'm not so a huge fan. I'm not, I know this is sacrilege. I came, I, I first discovered Van Halen, Van Halen with the Van Hagar era with 5150. Keep in mind too, I was in fifth grade in 1984. So I was a little late to the game. So my first exposure to Van Halen was the 5150 era. But I'll say it's like, you know, wasn't a huge influence on me, but you know, the music was great. You know, the band was legendary. The band, you know, and I think we're all as a musician, we're all influenced by Van Halen to different degrees. I'm more of a drummer, so I think I think this is no disrespect to Alex. Van Halen is known more as a guitar player band, so I think Eddie's influence carried more weight than Alex. Is that just my opinion? Feel free, you know, feel free to correct me. But no, no, Alex, Alex holds his own. Uh, in the drumming world, you yeah. know, he's heavily influenced by Bonham and Baker. And, you know, sometimes he gets yeah. overshadowed by Eddie, but, um, but, but, but well, I think, well, not to change subject, but like the drummer was basically the rock of the band. So Eddie, Eddie really was the star of the show. So, and you know, again, what, what can about Eddie, the guy was cutting edge. He was legendary. He was, he pioneered. I think he, my opinion, he pioneered what I'm going to call eighties guitar because you know, prior to Eddie with the guitar legends were what, you know, Blackmore, Almy. I'm, I'm going to put Randy Rhodes in there, but really Eddie really pretty much carried the eighties and, you know, basically because Eddie's influence, the eighties became a shred fest in a good way. I mean, guitar was guitar playing with almost like a competition. Yeah. Yeah. And, it was, um, like you said, it was a shred fest and the way when Eddie came onto the scene, you know, American rock and roll was reserved for Aerosmith, Ted Nugent, and you know, kiss, if you will, 
and they just made a splash that was amazing and Ed with his tone and his just those licks and Van Halen one it was breathtaking yeah, well, it's fine too. At least mention his tones. Like, there's something about Eddie's tone. As soon as you heard, it doesn't matter whether he hit a, a power chord or a clean chord or a Peggio, he, he, that tone, you you instantly knew, boom, it's Eddie Van Halen. You knew it was a Van Halen song just when you heard that tone. It could be, you could, you could be, you could be in the middle of a solo turning the radio on, and boom, you're gonna know it's a Van Halen song. You may not know which one out the gate, but you're gonna know it's Van Halen just by that guitar tone. Hey, was, have uh, you, you ever seen the Van Halen, Van Hagar, Van Halen? Any of the reunions? You ever seen any of no, that was the one band that was on my bucket list I just never had the chance to see. You know, I think they, you know, they came to Syracuse in 87, and, and, you know, I was late to the game on that one. And then, you know, they, they kind of never came around again. Then they were, they came to Wheatsport in, I think, 93 and with Vince Neal. I tried to go to that one that had, had something else going on. So they're just one of the bands that always seemed to evade me. But I heard every, every the live footage I saw was always incredible. It was just a nonstop. I'm, I don't want to say it was a party like atmosphere, but it was a nonstop kick out. It was what I call a bare bones meat and potato rock show. <laughs> yeah, they really were. And to your defense, they they really weren't that active in the last 20 years touring outside of the Roth era reunion. So if you got into the band back in you know, the Van Hagar era. I'm, and... I'm going to say 86, 5150 was what, 86? 86, yeah. Yeah, so 5150 is when I really first discovered them. And I can, you know, I, again, you might laugh at me for this, but, you know, I first, I first discovered Van Helm through the Van Hagar era, and I thought David Lee Roth was kind of his own thing. Then, I saw, then like, a year later, I saw the Hot for Teacher video. I'm like, wait a minute, that's the guy from David Lee Roth. And then it finally clicked. You know, but I was 15 at the time. Go ahead and laugh. <laughs> yeah, no, you, no this, you're this young. Is, this, is, this, is, this is 15, middle 80s, pre-internet, so you, you'd have no clue that these guys had – unless you were from the beginning, you wouldn't know there was a history behind it. Well, you know – you respect you know i'm an in not an insider but you know i'm engulfed in it i got into the band in 78 from my older brother and you know it's in my dna and i can respect the fact that you is not being someone like that just you have the respect for it and you understand and it affects everyone differently and but but i say as as, as 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 a musician I definitely got that Van Halen influence in there. I think we all do just because it's like, you know, Van Halen is the foundation of modern hard rock, heavy metal. I don't care who you are. You know, you got the, you got the influence in there somewhere. Same way, you know, Black Sabbath and Zeppelin had those early blues influences. It, you know, it's, it's, it's the foundation. So yeah, it's, it's, it's in the hard rock, heavy metal DNA. And you look at just, you know, the, the bands that Van Halen spawned that came after them, you know, guitar players like Red Beach, Doug Aldrich, you know, all those guys were, you know, basically, what's what I'm looking for? Clone is the wrong word to use. It's also insulting, but, you know, they basically did that, that. Van Halen's a blueprint for all his 80s guitar heroes. I, again, the, the adjective is inspired. They just, they, they those those guys got into Eddie back at the, when they were younger and they, it just inspired them. And those guys are great guitarists in their own right. It's exactly. And, just, and I, I think really, you know, if, if Tony Iommi is the godfather of heavy metal, I would say Eddie Van Halen is the godfather of, of rock guitar. Cause he, he really, he took it to such a high level. I mean, keep it to before Eddie, there was nothing like that prior to that. 
you didn't see you didn't see two finger tapping and the full you know what what they say in the eighties pyro front necks yeah. stuff like that. You didn't see that prior to Eddie. You didn't see that. And like so, he really now I was see the blueprint. He basically set the bar and in, with each album, we, each successive song, each successive album, he set in tour. They, he said he set the bar that much higher for himself. Yeah, just, it's incredible. It just again, I'm still kind of at a loss for words, but same token, it's like. I don't think any words you say will do the man justice just by the fact that just he, he was who he was and his, you know, his legend will live on for generations to come. He look at here. We are in, we talked about this in previous podcasts. Here we are in 2020 and he's, he's influencing guitar players today. I mean, but you know, so yeah, Eddie's just, you know, tremendous guitar player. It's like, I, I mean, no matter what you say, there's not enough words to explain just what his influence was. The mark is the mark is going to leave for generations to come. Yeah, well, Metal J, thank you. Uh, thanks for taking some time. It's it's hit me hard, and this will uh, help us a little bit. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, John. Best of luck. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Metal Mayhem ROC correspondent Metal J from Syracuse, New York. Um, the the fallouts. It's going to be big. This is just the beginning of it. So. We're going to be uh, talking with Mike DiGiorgio from 13 Wham. He's a big Van Halen fan, and we're going to get in touch with him in a minute, and we're going to get his input on this. Eddie Van Halen passes away today. Mike DiGiorgio is with us, longtime Van Halen fan and a Van Halen connoisseur. Uh, the news, Eddie Van Halen passing away today. Mike, uh, give us a history of uh, Van Halen. How'd you get into him? Whew, uh, Columbia Record and Tape Club. Okay. <laughs> I think it was I, I, right around the time I discovered, you know, hard rock and metal. Um, my first, you know, the first batch you get for 13 for a penny or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I Van Halen one and Diver Down were in there because uh, at the time I was just starting to discover Judas Priest and Def Leppard and all, and had heard heard a little bit about Van Halen. I think I knew Pretty Woman. Um, but Van Halen one was like the the big introduction. Few, you know, a few years later than everybody else, this would have been 
81, 82. And how um, old how old were you? 14, 15? Uh probably yeah, probably 13, 14. And yeah, absolutely Van Halen one just just blew my mind. Remains my favorite album to this day. Yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's it's up there. You know, it depends what uh, you know the day of the week it is. You're in a Van Halen one mood. You're in a Fair Morning warning mood. Oh yeah, absolutely. You, you go back and forth over the years. Now we're both pretty big Van Halen fans, and we've been following the Eddie illness for the last eight to ten years. What what have you heard lately? Because this isn't a surprise. It's a shock and it's a loss, but. We just didn't think it would happen. We were dreading this day. What have you heard in the last, last two? Yeah, last two years have been awfully quiet. Um, and I, the only person, the, the the two things I can think of off the top of my head were when David Lee Roth uh, went out on tour uh, early in the year with Kiss and set up his Vegas residency. How Dave was pretty, if you think about it, not speaking directly about Van Halen. He was kind of saying, this is where you're going to get Van Halen music now. Um, I, I'm not going to have the exact quote, but you know, the, I, yeah. I am the voice of it. Uh, this is where you're going to get your classic Van Halen. And kind of inferred that Eddie just wasn't in a place to be doing it. Uh, it wasn't a, a rude or anger. It was just kind of respectful that Eddie's got his thing and, and something's going on. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I can think of is... Uh, Wolfgang, uh, his son is so active on social media, uh, but hadn't really said a lot about his dad in the last year or so. Yeah, uh, he was evasive. You know, Wolfgang's got a solo album coming out, and has been evasive about when it would be released. And I, I have to think now uh, that was always in the back of his mind that you know Wolfgang needed to be there for his dad. And then see where that was going to go. Yeah. Well, what we got, what I got out of it was a timing thing. He didn't want to, re, this is my speculation, release it because then you'd have to do press and answer questions about the status of Van Halen. Absolutely. And, He's going to be asked a million questions about Van Halen and his dad. And what Mike was referring to was when David Lee Roth announced his residency, he also accompanied that with a, well, this is pretty much all you're going to see from Van Halen is my version. I'll let Ed tell his story, but read between the lines that he's not doing well. Yeah. And it it's just, um, and just lately, you know, there's been some sightings, Ed walking into the car dealership and someone taking a picture and almost. Yeah, we, we always wondered when those were taken. Everybody would always speculate and try to figure out how current those were. Etc. Uh, where were you? How'd you hear the news today? Uh, my phone uh, blew up. I work, um, you know, early morning uh, at Channel 13 in town. Uh, so I was actually taking my, my afternoon nap. Uh, I was probably yeah. asleep for about 10 minutes or so. And my phone was buzzing like crazy. And the, I wasn't even rolling over to look at it. I was just kind of like, what? Come on, you, you know you know what my schedule is like Yeah, and looked at it and it was, you know, people treating me like a lost a family member here. Yeah. It, it's been nonstop ever, ever since. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I received calls from my mother. Um, you, you know, like I mentioned, we're in the same boat. You know, there's a lot of us Van Halen fans, fanatics. And I was getting ready 
to go to go to a meeting. I was going to meet the gentleman, mm -hmm. uh, uh, a, a new friend that I met. That's uh, I was actually, uh, I'll drop a, a promo. Andrew, the guy, did the uh, Metallica uh, special on last week. He was one of the oh, engineer, sure. engineers on the Kill 'Em All. We did an interview and we talked for a couple hours and we became good friends. So we were going to meet for a beer and just to catch up and meet face to face. And I sat at my desk, I was, got out of the shower, put my shoes on and got a text. And needless to say, I haven't left my desk since. And yeah, yeah I've, I've been in a, a little malaise in the house, really. Um, I normally will write some things about celebrities that I'm a fan of when they pass. And I just, I've, I've had nothing. Other people have been saying it so much, so much better. Yeah. Than I could at least now. Fondest of, give me uh, some of your fondest Van Halen <laughs> memories. I know they go deep, but what stands out? I mean, for sure, 39 concerts uh, over the years. Mm hmm from 5150 tour right up to 2015. Um, you know, wrote the way other people followed the dead a couple of times in my life. I took a week off from work and caught four Van Halen shows in a week. Yeah. And, and did the thing from, from city to city. Um, instantly I'm, I'm flashing back to teenage years, you know, which is what you do. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in high school in the eighties and, and that was the music for my friends and I to, get together and listen to you think of uh the movie days and confused yeah. small town growing up and just yeah. drive around town and look for something to do and bonfire parties and that kind of stuff that was us and it was it was van halen throughout singing along like a bunch of dorks you guitaring did you ever uh have a chance to meet them uh yes uh very quick uh Meet and greet, uh, 1998, when the, the Van Halen 3 tour was at Darien. I just did the, uh, some radio friends helped me out to go through and do a, a quick shake hands, get a picture. Uh, I remember, I do remember Eddie's hands being very strong. Mm. That's one thing people have talked about, you know, shook his hand. They told us ahead of time, I remember, uh, don't squeeze his hand too hard. Uh, you know, it'd be a shame if he couldn't play tonight because yeah. you were you were too over affectionate i remember not even like we took the picture i was right next to him had my arm around him spun around shook his hand like i i really didn't even let go you know we had to be going and i'm, I'm backing up and he just kind of laughed he was you know very used to it just mm -hmm. get your camera get your camera <laughs> wow that that's great um the closest i've why well, I've been front row in front of them, but when Jim Kelly used to have the celebrity softball tournaments mm -hmm. in Rochester and Buffalo, I remember one time we were at the university of Buffalo and I have a good friend that used to play for the Buffalo bandits, the lacrosse. And I wasn't able to go into the VIP tent, but I was right at the barrier and Eddie walked right by <laughs> and he was like, you know, right there and yeah. countless shows being right up close. And the last time I saw Van Halen was at Darien Lake. Yeah. Uh, the last show. And I went the big dollar front row right there. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, and so fortunately I had a chance. I haven't seen him 39 times, but 
I had a chance. I saw him well into the 20s mm-hmm. and the last three tours with Roth. And those still that fair warning show is still the top in my book. And, yeah, you know, um, I cried, definitely cried today. And um, and it's a photo finish between Rush and Van Halen. So, yeah. And what a year then with... You guys losing Neil earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, we had, and that was, um, that was, I have great kids, and uh, my boys, you know, I raised them, they respect the old, and when I walked into the house when Neil Peart died, um, my son Tommy, he said, Pops, um, I got some bad news. I'm like, what? You know, thinking Nana or, you know, whoever. And he showed me the tweet with Neil Peart dying. And, you know, it just hit me the same. Uh, add, yeah. add a little more. Add, you know, Eddie. Eddie is. Um, so. But I wanted to reach out to you, Mike, because I know you're a big Van Halen fan. And it's hopefully a little something for both of us to just vent in. Um, yeah, that's what we're doing here. Social media, everywhere else. So. All right, well, Mike DiGiorgio, Van Halen expert, connoisseur, and friend of Mental Mayhem. Mike, thank you for uh, taking a little time and calling us in. All right, man. Let's, let's, we'll talk some, some fun Van Halen soon. Yeah, okay. Have a good day, buddy. Thanks. All right, brother. Bye. This Thursday night show will be a re-airing of the Greg Reinoff interview. Greg is the author from the Van Halen Rising book, one of the best Van Halen, if not the best Van Halen uh, books ever released, and the new book, Ted Templeman, The uh, Career of a Platinum Producer. So I'm the Vernomatic um, Metal Mayhem ROC. We'll talk to you next week with a brand new episode. R.I.P. Edward. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.